this will revolutionize the way you see self-improvement. Let me explain. So if you guys have been listening to this podcast lately, I have, I'm going through a few changes because I'm at a business conference right now and it's actually, it's called Funnel Hacking Life and it's much, much more than a business conference. It's transformational. It's life-changing. And this is my first time going and I'm 18 years old and this is, I'm doing this when I'm 18 years old. So this is going to set me up extremely well for the future. And there's a lot of guest speakers. There's like over 30 speakers um, speaking at this event. And I'm on day three out of four and I'm at lunch right now. It's an hour and a half lunch break. And I just want to say there was this one speaker. Now, all the speakers were great, but for some reason, this one speaker was the best that I've ever heard. And he was the best at like for the entire conference so far. And his name is Benjamin Hardy. And he's an author of a book, many books, but he's an author of a book called 10x is easier than 2x. So pretty much he spoke for I don't know how long his speech was, but he spoke for a very long time about pretty much the psychology and all of the science, all the, just the reasoning why 10x growth is easier than 2x growth. And he also like gave us every, like he gave every single person in attendance of the conference, his book, 10x is easier than 2x like all hard copy, hardcover books. So that was amazing. And I know that, I think I said this in yesterday's episode, but yesterday I got a book that's called Create, Don't Capture. And I said that I was going to read that next, but the next book I'm going to read is definitely going to be the 10X is easier than 2X. Uh, Unless uh, obviously things change because a lot changes. And pretty much he basically went through the his like the foundation of his entire speech was you your present creates your past and your future creates your presence i i don't really 100% understand it all it's just fresh in my mind but i'm going to try and try and explain a lot of it because he pretty much the premise of 10x is easier than 2x is most people have a flawed worldview. And if you have been paying any attention to like any books, you'll see a common theme or even just any like high achiever or just anyone who has accomplished a lot, you'll see a common theme. And pretty much the common theme is if any, if most people do it, you probably don't want to do it. And the, the whole thing is that most people create their present based on the filter of their past. So they basically try and figure out how they can improve marginally right now. I'm probably not doing this justice and I'm definitely going to be reading the book a lot more because when you hear something, you forget it. When you see something, you remember it. And then when you do something, you understand it. I just heard, I just saw it, or I mean, I just heard it. I just heard it. So when you hear something, you forget it. When you see something, you remember it. And I just heard it. So it's not really that solidified, but the important piece is that whenever you're trying to grow, always create an impossible goal and filter it through filter everything you do in the present filter your like entire existence through that filter and this goal needs to be impossible you need to have like a fear to even write it down on a piece of paper and this what needs to happen is he pretty much uses the 80 20 rule so Right now, most people use the worldview of they look at their past to create their current goals and their current future. But what needs to be done is you look at the future and then create an 
impossible goal. And then that means that what's happening right now is you're doing 80% of your actions right now are not, they're like, they're not new. They're old actions, they're habits, they are comfortable, you're good at them. That's 80% of your actions. And then 20% of your actions are new and you're improving 20%. Like you're doing 20% new things. But when you have an impossible goal, what happens is it shifts. Now only 20% of your actions are old and comfortable and you're good at them. And then 80% of the actions are new. And they're like, so that's basically you're when you have this impossible goal, you're filtering everything that you do through that lens of that impossible goal. Because one thing that he said is that if the goal seems impossible, nothing you're doing right now is going to work. So you have to radically shift your actions. You have to radically change your worldview, your habits, your comfort zone, everything. You have to radically shift everything because what... He also talked about your floor. So my floor one year ago was barely anything because I had just, my floor one year ago was tiny. I'd just gotten into self-improvement. I'd just gotten into learning. And and then it slowly, every single day, it increased and increased and increased. And now my floor is so much bigger. It's like a hundred times bigger, more than that. thousand times bigger than it was went like one year ago and now my worst now at my worst I am way better I'm thousands of times better than my best a year ago so my perspective was to uh to just to slowly change things I I maybe I had the perspective to radically change things but I'm not really sure because I believe that I've been following the worldview of most because I and you've probably heard this on recent episodes where I compare myself, my current self to my past self, and I keep on comparing back, which is fine to see your growth and see how much you've grown. But that's like kind of, you're not supposed to create the past to create your present or use the past to create your present. You're supposed to use the future to create your present. So one thing that I have been doing lately is running a slide of my goal. And my goal is Um, I've discussed this on my show in earlier episodes, my goal, but I'm not going to be discussing it anymore because I made a rule where I don't discuss my goals with other people anymore because, and I've talked about this in the episode called don't share your plans or something like that, but pretty much my goal right now is I realized because at the end of the speech, he said, now write a goal for the end of this year. So write a goal for three months. And he, and then I wrote it down, which was my goal that I've been having. And then he said that it should be, it should seem so impossible that you kind of have a fear to write it down and you don't want other people to see. And so I immediately crossed it out because I already know that it's possible like I've run my slides so much and I've gotten the, the, my suspicions confirmed because one thing that I didn't realize for transurfing was I didn't know that visualization actually works out. I didn't know that it actually works. And then, and then I started visualizing and well, let me explain because when I, I've been, I first discovered Funnel Hacking Live, and I'm at Funnel Hacking Live right now. So I discovered it probably like a month or probably like two, maybe three months ago. And well, I discovered it before that, but when I first had the idea to actually come, I got an email from Russell Brunson. He sent it to his list. I got that email, and then I was like, oh, yeah, that'd be cool but I didn't really have any intent to go. I just had desire. And then uh, the next day I went to the park with my friend Franklin and I told him about it. And then initially he also was like, oh yeah, cool. And then after like an hour, two hours, three hours, maybe, 
at the park we were talking about the whole time and then we like created an entire plan and we realized that it was actually possible and so we decided to do it and then a couple weeks passed blah 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 you guys have heard this story before but long story short we decided to go and then we figured things out along the way on how to get there and one thing that an integral part of the journey was I was visualizing and my slide was I would visualize myself looking up at the stage at Russ Brunson speaking in a at an angle so it was like from the side and the thing is I don't really know I'm not really able to visualize so whatever the first image that pops up into my head I just run with it because I can't really change it and so I that was the first image that popped up in my head so I ran with it and I visualized it for weeks and then I stopped visualizing it but once I actually got here on the first day of Funnel Hacking Live I we we like sat down we were trying to find our seats we took a little bit to find seats and then we found some seats and then we got situated we were just sitting there for like 15 minutes maybe and then like the speaker was talking Devon Brown the MC or as he likes to call himself the ME and he I just had this random moment and I just had a moment of realization that this was the exact slide that I ran like the exact slide I, I had the same exact angle looking up at the stage and it was insane so from then that point I had proof that visualization works because that was the first thing I've ever actually visualized like legitimately well actually that's not true I visualized a, a mansion but that's a bigger order that was the first thing that I visualized legitimately and then I ended up actually achieving that and so that was that just showed proof that it actually happens it and it it works and so uh now i've been visualizing my what's it called my um i almost said my goal but my current goal is something i i expressed in earlier episodes but pretty much i've been visualizing it a lot lately more so than the funnel hacking live slide and to be honest, I haven't really visualized it in a few days because I haven't really meditated in a few days because there simply was not enough time. Because yesterday I was at Funnel Hacking Live, the event, for 14 hours, and then we didn't get home till like 11 o'clock at night. And this morning we are at, we got here at 8.30 in the morning. So it's like this event is uh, takes up a lot of time, but it's 100% worth it. But with all that said, the visualization for my, uh, I almost said it again, but the visualization for my current slide is I've expanded my comfort zone and I actually think that it's possible now and it's starting to become an integral part of me. And that now I realize that it was easy. So going back to at the end of the speech, he said to write down a goal that you want to achieve in three months time and and then i wrote it down my current slide my current goal and then he said it should be something that feels impossible to achieve it feels crazy hard and it, it, it you should have a fear of writing it down and then i immediately crossed it out because I got to the point where I actually think that it's possible and so i tried to think of like an even crazier more difficult goal and I don't know. I think that what I do is my goal is one thing, but I'm going to include like financially free as well as being able to live exactly how I want with no financial burdens. So, or financial restrictions or restraints. So that would be a impossible goal, but for me, and that's the whole premise of the 10x is easier than 2x because when you have an impossible goal you realize that you have to drop 80 percent of your actions and then create those focus and on those new actions and what the actions i took to get here are not the actions that i will have to take to get there and that's really that's a really powerful quote from him because 
I had to do some certain things to get to funnel hacking life. I had to expand my comfort zone, had to do some stuff. And yes, that was, there was a lot of the stuff was very difficult and it was very crazy for me. But what I realized is that it's not going to be, it's not enough to get me there. It's not enough to get me to my goal. And my, my goal is at the end of 2020, uh, 2023, like by January 1st, that's my goal. And it's crazy because I remember writing down on my journal at the end of last or at the, at the beginning of the year. So I've said this on the podcast before, but at the beginning of the year, I wrote down on my journal, all of my stats and like my starting stats for the year. And then I ended up improving on them a lot over the past like 10 months because it's about to be October. So I've ended up improving on them a lot. But one stat in particular, at the time, I was just focusing on my health. So most of my stats were health. And then I I just, I was trying to think of more stats to write down. And income came into mind. And so I wrote down income and it was zero. And I was like, ah, I probably won't really change that much. And then what happened is, I started getting into entrepreneurship probably like six months after I wrote that down. So I started really looking into business and really looking into all this stuff. And now I'm at a business conference. So this is the first time I've ever taken, like, ne- ever been around people like this. And it's funny because all the people that I've talked to are richer. Like the the poorest person that I've talked to is richer than the richest person I've ever known before I came, which is insane. Every single person I've talking to is like they're they're running their own business. They have their time separate from their money. They like all this stuff, and it's abs it's absolutely like life changing. Like all of the speakers are great. They're amazing, and they're actually changing my life. But one thing that I didn't even suspect that would also, I'd also find so much growth in was the simple fact or the simple act of talking to other people in the crowd. Like I'm, I'm an outlier. I think I'm an outlier in this crowd. I'm like, there's probably not very many people in this crowd that haven't made any money yet in their business. There's not many people. And like most people have made money in their business and they've made a lot of money. And like even yesterday, last night, we were watching uh, the award ceremony and it was actually, it was actually not like, I didn't really get what I thought I would get out of it. So I thought what I assumed I would get out of it was the fact that it's actually possible. I thought that I was going to be able to see all these people that look just like me and all these people who I think that I could, like, I would be able to see the fact that other people got the two comic club award. I thought that I would get that belief and that world change. But what I actually ended up getting out of last night was completely different from what I expected. And let me explain. So the way they had it set up was they had an entire team so ClickFunnels founders are Russell Brunson and Todd Dickerson. So they had an entire team basically managing the award ceremony. So uh, Russell Brunson and Todd Dickerson were standing in the middle of the stage the entire time, just taking pictures with the people who won the awards. And these people who won the awards, there were multiple awards given out, like a two comma club award. So you had to make a million dollars in a funnel, a two comma club X, so 10 million. And then two comma club C is like anywhere between 25 and a hundred mil in a funnel. And all the people that won just looked like normal people and they didn't really seem that crazy which is kind of what I assumed I would get out of the the award ceremony and I definitely got that but I got something much much more and 
I was watching all these people. Every single person would receive an award that was given to them by Russell and Todd. And then they'd shake Russell and Todd's hand or hug them. And then they'd take a picture with them. And then they'd leave. And then this was just one person. And then another person would come. And then the main, like, the common theme amongst them all was Russell and Todd. And I realized that all these people won their awards, but the real winners on those sta- on that stage last night was Russell and Todd. Because Russell and Todd created the entire universe. He like they created the entire universe of ClickFunnels. They created all of this stuff and they created an entire movement and all of these people are here for Russell and Todd. Like they're here because of Russell and Todd and that is like what I learned. Like what I originally intended to do was be the small fish, be the small fish in Russell and Todd's pond and go and get my two comma club award. That's what I intended to do to be a small fish in their pond. And what ended up happening was I realized that those, the Russell and Todd were the, the real winners. So now I realized that I got to be the I got to have my big pond. I got to have my own pond with my own fish in it. And yeah, I probably will use um, ClickFunnels software, but that doesn't necessarily mean I'll be a fish in their software because I think it's called Fubi. Um, Damon John's company is, he's like a billion, billion dollar company. And that company uses ClickFunnels, but they're not necessarily small fish in ClickFunnels pond they're big fish like they they are kind of in their pond but not necessarily so I was gonna be like kind of like a cog in the machine but now I realize that I gotta go on my own path like yes I'm gonna be using the tool the system one of the speakers today was all about you have to be great but you also have to have the system like Michael Jordan I think it was Jordan, one of the one of the basketball players that is on the Bulls, and then had the coach create a system around him. He wasn't successful until he had the system around him. And you have to be great, and then you have to have the system. So me working on this podcast, and then soon to come TikToks and all this stuff, that will be my greatness. Like that will be me working on myself, building my brand, building all that stuff. And then the system will be like the coach for the coach that put in place the system for Michael Jordan. What would be ClickFunnels possibly if that is what I choose? Because honestly, there's a lot going on right now. And what I realized is that I just got to lock in focus up on the podcast and like focus up on building up my brand because there's one thing that I noticed today was the speaker that spoke today I already forgot his name but the guy who wrote the book 10x uh, is easier than 2x that guy he spoke kind of like in a monotone like he didn't so let me give uh some context most speakers would like scream and scream and then and then they get really soft and then and they or they would just scream the whole time they'd scream scream and then like they were like hype all that stuff which that's great but this speaker he was kind of like the same voice same chill quiet soothing voice the whole time and yeah he had fluctuations but I don't know, but there was like uh, something magical to it. Like his speech was like my favorite speech that I've listened to the whole time. And I've heard some amazing speeches in this like time period, but there was something to him. And then he kept on repeating like the same thing over and over again. Like your present creates the filter for the past and like you create the past through your present. And then pretty much his like whole deal is like the psychology around your past and present. And it's like, like he's an author. And then he was even using his own stuff while writing the book, 10 X rule. He switched from, he actually like rewrote or not rewrote, but he actually like edited the book heavily after he like 
already finished it and people around him were giving it tens like they rated it a 10 and then he saw someone else and she said it was a five and so he's like he does his own stuff and you can tell because he was an amazing speaker and he was speaking very fluidly and not too fast he was speaking like the same speed the entire time and it was extremely inspirational because I was thinking to myself, like a lot of people speak, like I do this. I, when I get into it, I speak a lot and hard and fast. And then I'm like, when I'm in the flow, I get really fast and quick. But a lot of people like this guy, he literally was speaking at a normal pace. And I I am trying to replicate that because I, I really liked how he did it because he's an amazing speaker. He was on stage, which is something that I definitely see myself doing in the future. He's on stage, but he also talked about how he was on a podcast. And now I'm realizing that I am literally doing the best thing possible right now by like finding my voice because this guy definitely did not get it on accident. He definitely chose to keep on improving and constantly finding, refining his craft. He definitely did a lot of practice with speaking and a lot of podcasting and just a lot of like content creation or I don't even know but he definitely improved a lot and now I'm realizing that the podcasting skill improves my speaking like I've already become so much more of a better student in general and just a better person in general because my speaking is so much better and the podcasting is such a foundational or element to get better at and practice at. And podcasting, I realized that this guy is such a good speaker because he practiced. And I've on episode 73, so I've been practicing a lot. And I had suspicions, and I talked about this yesterday. I had suspicions about whether I was on the right path, about whether I was actually doing the right thing, or whether I should go for fun, or whether it's a good idea that I'm not really focusing on funnels and I'm just focusing on building my like podcasting skills. And yesterday, my suspicions were confirmed, but especially like also today after hearing this guy, because I realized that. The billionaires of tomorrow are building their brands now. And right now, billionaire status seems impossible, which I guess would mean that it would be a good goal to have over the next like five years or three years. And now I'm like seeing that, but I'm not really sure if I want to do that. And I have to get back into my routine once I get home and start like getting back into meditation because I haven't meditated in like two days. Uh, actually, I didn't meditate today or yesterday. So I've meditated in like a day or two. And it's like, I just got to keep moving forward. And one of the things I realized is create my short form because one of the guys actually said that short form videos are extremely good for driving traffic because I want my podcast to grow and I want people to be listening to this. And to be honest, I haven't even checked my analytics and I need to be checking my analytics now. I realized that I should be checking my analytics, but it, I'm glad that I didn't check my analytics. And I, if I am still in the same spot I was a couple days ago or a couple weeks ago, I won't be checking my analytics much because it, it's just pointless. But eventually I will get to the point where I'd be checking my analytics consistently because that tells you a lot of good, valuable information. And there's one thing I want to reiterate yesterday. Controlling your environment. Taking control of your environment is extremely important. Now, I'm in, I'm at Florida right now. I'm at Funnel Hacking Live, and we don't like one thing is that I'm kind of at the mercy of my environment because, and I, I might be taking, making an excuse or any, or something, but pretty much yesterday I was recording right by like a, like I was recording in a really bad spot and today I took like 10 minutes to try and find a better spot but I realized that 
you need to be taking control of your environment because you guys might be hearing all this stuff in the background. I'll do my best, like removing all this, all the background noise, and it's it's also all the distractions. All the distractions are like I'm right now. I'm recording like in on right next to the sidewalk, and it's like a terrible, terrible thing. So take control of your environment and change things because that's exactly what you need to be doing to get success. And that's like, that's exactly what I'm doing. But I, my original spot, and actually, if you guys noticed back when I was explaining the, my slide and how I, how I realized that it was true back when I explained that probably on like eight minutes into the episode, I actually paused, like I stopped recording because my original recording spot was a good spot. It was isolated. It was in the golf course in shade on the golf course in shade. And I was just chilling there. And then eight minutes in two dudes on the RV actually, or not the RV, the golf cart rode up to me and said that I got to leave because I'm on the golf course and I don't, they don't want me to be in the rain, like the range of fire. And so I had to stop it, and that's another interruption that should definitely be avoided. But right now, I'm just focusing on getting, just constantly being consistent, getting out an episode every single day, because it is all about consistency. It is all about just staying with it. The one guy that I was talking to last night, he was probably one of my favorite dudes that I talked to last night. He was, He's from Hungary, and he does a business... Um, pretty much his story is when he was probably 23, he was working a day job and then he was, he started a podcast and he knew that he wanted to get into entrepreneurship. He didn't like his job. He wasn't making much. He wanted to get into business and all this stuff. So he started a podcast and then he like recorded not he did everything wrong and he got to 100 episodes after like a few years he was doing everything wrong he was not consistent not anything and after a few years he kind of after like 100 episodes he just stopped recording he just stopped and his podcast like he actually had a lot of listeners and even to this day he has his business he's making about 20k per month And to this day, he's still getting leads from his podcast and he's only done a hundred episodes. And I talked to him, his, he, I was sitting next to him during the award ceremony and he was an uh, awesome dude. He's probably one of my favorite people that I've met so far. And I basically talked to him, asked him about a story. And right now he's in the works of fully automating his business. He's in the works of expanding and going to different countries and expand because right now he's just based in Hungary and a few other countries that speak Hungary or Hungarian. And uh he is in the works of being fully automatic, separate from his time, and moving to different countries, expanding to different countries and translating all of his content to different languages. So he's in the works of that and I talked to him and Uh, I asked him, what would be your biggest piece of advice like for someone like me? And I told him where I was in my journey. Like I've been recording my podcast. I'm on like episode uh, at last night, my episode 65, I think, or 66 just posted. um, Or I was on like episode 66. We're live. So last night I said like, yeah, I'm on episode 66. And he basically said, I asked him what the one piece of advice he would suggest. And I've asked two people this. So let me let me go back to the first day I was here. Uh, or not the first day, but the first day of the event I was here. He, uh, Gary, um, I talked about him in yesterday's episode. Gary basically said that his number one thing is to always read and always study. Like make it a habit of reading one hour a day. So that is one thing that I took from that guy. And then what this Hungarian guy said was absolutely like, it's exactly what I kind of was suspicious about. And I kind of understood intuitively, but I never really put it to words. And I never really got my suspicion confirmed by other people. And he basically said, what he said was, 
never effing stop. Never stop. Like never stop. Like once you're on this path of entrepreneurship, self-improvement, never stop. Like that's all there is to it. Never stop. Like, yeah, do all this stuff and then never stop. So that's exactly what I needed to hear for my podcast because I'm on episode 73, which is already in itself extremely inspirational. It's it's already making me very um, proud of like what I've done so far. And I've only done it for two months and I've already gotten so much growth and I haven't even gotten the monetary benefit. And then he also, one other thing he said was get to episode 100. So Seth Godin, he quoted him. He said, Seth Godin goes on podcasts. He'll go on any podcast. He's extremely, extremely generous with his time. He'll go on any podcast, but his one requirement is that the the show will have has reached at least 100 episodes like the show has to have at least 100 episodes and what that shows is these people are serious and they're actually dedicated and they've been in it they're in it for the long run they're not just trying to get that instant result and they're actually serious about it and they actually understand that you have to be here for a long time you have to be in for the wrong long run and so that's the other milestone when i first started my first milestone was like episode 10 and then my second milestone was episode 21 episode 21 was a huge milestone for me because i had learned about how when you post 21 episodes on a podcast you're already in the top one percent of podcasters like all you have to do is post consistently every day for three weeks and you're in the top one percent club already just with as simple as that so that was a huge milestone, but I never really made another milestone after that. And I just, just like focused down, focused up and then just focused on what's currently happening right now. And so what ended up happening was last night, I'm really glad that this Hungarian guy that I met, I'm sorry, I don't remember his name. And I, we never actually introduced each other. It was just like a very informal, um, we're both introverts and I could tell that he was an introvert as well. And so it it was a good conversation like it flowed very well and i was learning a lot from him but we like just didn't really uh ask each other their names and which is fine i like read his name on the name tag but i didn't know how to pronounce it and i forgot what the name was cuz i didn't memorize it i'm also really bad at names which is something i have to work on but he when he said the seth godin quote of the 100 episodes and then he talked about how he had done 100 episodes the hungarian guy that i met last night had done 100 episodes and that was like the milestone that was the big shift in his podcast and unfortunately he hasn't recorded an episode since like last january but that was like the big shift in his podcast and now that he has 100 episodes and he hasn't recorded in like nine months he is still getting listeners, still getting leads because that stuff is permanent. It stays there forever, which is crazy because I'm building, I'm already on 73 episodes. I'm building this amazing like thing that will stay here forever and people will be listening to it forever probably, which is crazy to think about. I don't even know like what it really means. And it's, it's also amazing and i want to talk about one more thing after i say this but now my new milestone is episode 100 so i only have like 20 22 episode or 27 episodes left and then i'm on episode 100 which is actually amazing so that's that's my next milestone but another thing i want to talk about when i first started if you guys go back i was literally saying like when i first started my recording i was in my basement i still am in my basement but right now obviously i'm in florida i'm outside recording but i was in my basement out um recording and i would like speak really quietly and like lean in really close to the microphone um because I didn't want my parents or my sister to hear. I didn't want my family to hear what I was doing. Like I was so embarrassed and so ashamed of what I was doing. I didn't want anyone to find out. And that was two parts. One, simple embarrassment, ashamement. And two, I didn't want people to know what I was doing because I like hiding my goals. I like hiding. There was one uh, thing that I heard today is, yeah, love your parents like um i don't remember i think it was 
I don't even know. Uh, one of the speakers said that he really loves his parents, but he had to cut ties with his parents. Not lo- not love ties. Like, he didn't cut ties through love with his parents, but he had to cut ties through business. Like, he had to stop. Uh, he had to completely cut ties with th- his mom through business because his mom was just the, her, uh, she was, like, saying, get a stable job. Like, work for someone else like all that but he wanted to be an entrepreneur so he had to cut ties to business and i really like that it's okay to stay uh in a relationship with your like family but cut ties with them like don't do business with them and so that's and another thing is don't share your big goals with small minds don't share giant goals or large goals with small minds that's another thing and that's so when I first started, I was extremely ashamed of and I was really embarrassed of podcasting and I couldn't even imagine sharing to my parents, much less like podcasting in public. But I'm on episode 73 and I've already made so much progress in just my personal development journey. And it was crazy. It's crazy because right now I'm just standing outside right in front of a street, right in front of a sidewalk. I'm just standing under a palm tree recording in the middle of like Florida, Orlando, Florida. And there's a bunch of people walking by and like people are seeing me and I'm actually shirtless and shoeless right now, just standing up with my computer on the floor. I have my microphone I'm holding on to my microphone. I'm standing up and I just, a lot of people are just looking at me and I can tell because like I look into the windows of the cars while I'm talking literally right now, as I'm speaking, I'm looking into the window of a car and I can see people looking at me and it's crazy because I, this was like uncalled unheard of over the past, like couple months. I would never do anything like that. But now I'm like, People are just like walking by and yes, I'm losing my focus a lot because I'm sure you guys can tell like just now there's two people walking by and I had to like look away because I didn't want to lose my focus. And so I'm losing my focus a lot, but I'm not really ashamed. Like I'm not embarrassed. That's amazing because I simply just took action. I have recorded 73 episodes. I took action and now I'm not ashamed of podcasting. Like, yes, I don't like having people that I know near me while I'm talking because I want to be able to uncensor myself, but I'm absolutely okay having a random stranger walk by. Like right now there's a guy walking by and I'm absolutely okay with having random strangers hear what I have to say, just passing. I obviously I don't want anyone I don't want a live audience while I'm recording because that's just a simple distraction. I actually talked to my friend the other day about this because I had recorded my episode. I, th- I think it was two episodes ago. I recorded my episode and I was, after I was done recording, I said like, were you listening? And, I, and he was like, yeah, I heard a little bit. And I was like, nice. And then he was like, is that bad? And I was like, no, it's not bad. I, I just, the reason why I didn't want you to hear like, I don't care if you hear, I just don't want to know that you're hearing if like, cause in the beginning, when I first like sat down to start recording, he was like, can I listen? Can I be like a live audience? And I said, no, because I don't want to get distracted. I don't want to know that people are listening to me right now at like currently live. And he was like, yeah, that's fair. And that makes sense. Cause he actually recorded his episode just prior to me. And he realized that because he what he started his first episode couple minutes in the kitchen where I was cooking and uh I was like listening because I was just there and he knew it too and then he could tell that he lost a lot of focus like he wasn't focused as much and that's another thing we're going back to the environment thing like your environment is so crucial control your environment eliminate distractions and I did that two episodes ago I locked myself in my room and I made sure that no one was listening or at least I made sure that I believed no one was listening. And so I started recording and I was done. And then I went to the room and I was like, did he listen? And he, and I just told you, but it's like, I said that it's okay that you listened. I just didn't want to know that you listened because it's the mindset thing. And I don't remember where I was trying to go with this, but that's like, oh, I was trying to say that I'm, in the, when I first started, I was ashamed, and now I'm literally standing in the middle of a street and in, in front of like 
there's probably a hundred people that walked by right now. No one's walking by, but there's people like driving by. There's probably been at least 200 people drive by in the car. And I am not ashamed at all. And I'm literally just standing here barefoot shirtless. All I'm wearing, I'm not even wearing underwear. I'm commando. I'm literally all I'm wearing is shorts. And I'm just standing here with a microphone in my hand, talking into it for an hour. So, and I'm only on episode 73. Like, I was listening to um, Sintema, I think is his name, Sintema Gali, I think. He is a motivational speaker, and he's amazing. He's, like, a massive dude. He was a NFL Super Bowl ring owner. He has an amazing story. I heard him speak, and he said he is on episode 600, um, like 650 or something like that, just from his phone. He was just recording on his phone. So he is much further along of the journey than me. But now that, like, he started way longer than me. Like, he started a long time ago. He started like two or th- three years ago. And I'm just starting. I, dude, I completely forgot what I was going with this. But pretty much another thing that I learned is you just have to start. Like, don't even try and figure out what you're doing. And like, there's a lot of changes I'm making as I'm going. So you guys can see my journey. Like, for example, literally yesterday, I cut out my introduction because it was stupid. It was 30 seconds of boring. First three seconds are the most important of the video. And I learned that yesterday. You have to cut that out. Like, you just figure it along the way. And the most important thing is just to take action. Just start. And that's what I did. I literally started with my phone, and then I switched to a voice recorder, and then I switched to a microphone. And this microphone is very good. And in hindsight, I should have stayed on my phone because that microphone was way better than the voice recorder. But you live, you learn. I recorded 28 episodes on a voice recorder, and now I'm on episode 73, and no one... No one listened to those first episodes, so it didn't even matter anyways. So no one's going to listen. Even if you have it all figured out, no one's going to listen. So you just have to move forward. And then by the time people listen, you'll like your graph will converge, and then you'll get to the point where you're actually good, and then people will actually listen. Because it takes time to get people to listen, even if you're the best, like right off the bat, which no one is. But it takes time. And then that, like, it's actually good that it takes time because that allows you to, it gives you time to actually get good. Like, right now, again, I haven't listened, I haven't checked my analytics in quite some time, but right now I doubt anyone's listening. I don't, like, yes, people are listening. Like, I had six viewers that were listening every single day for the, since the last time I checked. So I checked the analytics probably, like, two weeks ago. I had six viewers that were listening to every episode. And so, yes, people are listening, but I'm, when I say that I'm speaking in big terms, like thousands, millions, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, like that. And when, like, the whole thing is, well, actually, so I'm figuring it out along the way, and I'm actually getting to the point, like, I'm at a transformational event, and I'm literally just here learning, picking up a lot of golden nuggets, sharing them along the way, but I'm also incorporating them. Like I just cut out my intro. And another thing is one thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to buy a face cam because right now my YouTube presence is zero. I, again, I haven't checked my analytics in a couple weeks, but my YouTube presence is zero because right now I post, I schedule my episodes to post at the same time every single day at 12 a.m. And that's on all the podcast directories. Every single place that you can get a podcast or that RSS has access to, I I post there at the same exact time. And it all goes at the same time automatically. But the one downfall is you are, if you're on RSS.com and you try and post to YouTube, you have to manually do it. So I'm not up at 12 a.m. clicking to manually post on YouTube. And so my YouTube consistency is lacking. I post every day on YouTube, but I'm not posting at the same time. And so once I get a face cam, I'll be able to record my with my microphone. I'll record just my normal episode with a face cam. But what, we'll, what I'll do is I'll convert that video episode into a podcast on podcast AI. So I'm going to record my 
I'll record myself speaking with Facecam on a separate platform, and then I will convert it on Podcast AI to a uh, audio to a podcast, and then I will upload that to RSS, and then I'll schedule both the YouTube video as well as the the YouTube video as well as the podcast to the same time. So then I'll get consistent on YouTube. And the big thing is right now what I'm posting onto YouTube is literally like audio, audio sound waves. And like, it's just the classic audio form podcast that RSS.com automatically makes for you, which is good. It's fine, but it's not good for people trying to watch. Like, I think that most podcasts listeners on YouTube are watching like the video because it's like a video of the person speaking. So they'll actually be able to see the person talking. So that's what I plan on doing. That's another little piece of like a little gold nugget that will help me immediately. And I haven't actually bought the face cam yet and I'm not going to buy it until I get home because so it's probably going to be like at least 10 episodes till I start that. So because right now we uh my friend so the whole deal with this trip is my friend bought the tickets for two thousand dollars to lock us in and then i bought like the hotel a couple months like a month later and i'm like paying for all the food and all this stuff here and so right now i have like less than a thousand dollars in my bank account and so i don't really know how much money i'll have when i get home so i don't really want to drop like 50 bucks or 100 bucks or however much money it'll cost to buy a face cam until I get home and actually do all the math because I just don't want to put myself in a bad situation, if that makes sense. You got to play smart. And one amazing piece of information that I picked up on that I have been speaking about a lot in the past couple episodes in the last show is your worldview, your mindset, your attitude, everything that goes on in your mind, everything that goes on in your thoughts is extremely important. The most, probably the most important thing, piece of you, probably the most important part of your life. And I learned that in transurfing. I learned that in a lot of books, but my, uh, I was suspicious. Like I, I, I knew it, but I didn't know it, if that makes sense. And so I came to Phone Lacking Live, and immediately on the first day, new th- Russell Brunson talked about the New Thought Movement, and immediately my suspicions were confirmed that your worldview, your mindset, your everything is the most important. Like that, everything that goes on in your head is the most important thing. And one thing that I, one piece of information that I picked up on reality transurfing is do not focus on the money. And then also another thing is whenever you find yourself doubting, immediately destroy that thought in your mind, like get rid of it. And so I kind of combine those two pieces of information is whenever you find yourself worrying about money, destroy it out of your mind, like instantly become aware of it and just release it, get rid of it. Do not keep it into your mind. And that's like, that's another thing that I've been conscious of because I am conscious of not worrying about money. But you also have to play smart. Like, I, it, it'll be stupid if I go cre- buy a credit card and finance a car right now. Like, that would be stupid. Like, there's a difference between worrying about it and, like, focusing on your mindset, keeping your mind clean, and doing stupid things. Like, there's a difference. But that's, like, the mindset, I actually know that the difference between, all right, so there's a few differences between me and the people that were on stage accepting awards last night. One is they take action, uh, do not stop, and their mindset is different. They know that they can do it because they did it. Like, and you can't get that mindset shift until you actually do it. Like, you actually have to do it to be able to know how to do it. And, or you actually have to know, you actually have to do it to be able to know to do it if that makes sense. And so the people on stage did it, so they know they can do it. So it'll be easier for them to replicate it and do it again because they know it's possible. Another thing is they take action and they don't stop. Going back to my Hungarian friend, do not stop. Like one of my best, one of the best things that I've done, so I started started reading self-improvement one year ago, last September. And 
one of the best things is I didn't stop. I kept on moving forward. And that was evident because I'm still doing it. And it's like the results after that is insane. Because if you find yourself, you start and then you just don't stop. It's like you don't even have to focus on results. You don't have to focus on anything. Just focus on keep on going. Focus on every single day. Do it and do it and do it until you create a positive feedback loop. Positive feedback loop is essential. You just have to focus up, use discipline until you form that positive feedback loop. And I was conscious of that when I was podcasting because I I remember uh, I was, okay, so back when I was doing odd jobs during summer, I was probably on like episode 10, 15, 20, and I was in the car driving to an odd job at like eight in the morning with my friend Franklin. And we were like, we were talking like, we want to do this. I want to do that. You want to do this. Like all of these things that we had planning on doing, but we weren't, I wasn't taking action. And then I was talking to him. I was like, I just really want to focus on podcasting right now because I know it's really important, but I also want to do this stuff. So I'm just going to focus on getting the positive feedback loop forms. Like I know it'll take a few weeks. And I remember talking to him. I was like, I know it'll take a few weeks, just like it took a few weeks for me at the gym to get a positive feedback loop to want to go to the gym every single day and get jacked. Like it took a few weeks to get a positive feedback loop formed, but once you get it formed, then you can work on other things. And that's why I'm able to improve upon like 10 things at once. Now, admittedly, you have to cut out some stuff or at least like reduce the time on certain things because if you want to focus 100% on one thing, like the speaker today was talking about, you're not great. Like, you're just good. Or, no, you're not. Yeah, you're not great. You're just good. Like, you're not great until you drop everything and only focus on one thing. Like, once you focus on one thing and become great at one thing, that's when you become great. But until then, you just remain good. And being good is fine, but you're not living up to your fullest, best potential. So that's what that's why I'm focusing like that's another reason why I'm focusing so much on podcasts because I want to be great. I want to be like I want I know that the podcast will open up so many doors to so many different things. But another thing is since I'm getting that face cam, I another thing is that I learned about short form content and how it's amazing. And sorry if you guys can hear that helicopter in the sky. Uh, this is another reason why I record in the basement, so there's less distractions. I control my environment. But when I, well, I don't even remember what I was saying, but what was I saying? Control your environment and then be great. And you have to focus on one thing. Focus on one thing only. Focus on podcasting. And then uh, what I was going to focus on is short-form content. Because short-form content will drive traffic into this podcast. And I know that uh, in the beginning, I was working on the shorts as well as posting on TikTok. I only posted two videos, but I recorded 19 videos on TikTok. I was doing three videos a day for six days. And then I realized that I didn't have the positive feedback loop formed on the podcast. So I dropped the TikToks because the podcast was much more influential for my growth at the time. So I wanted to focus on the positive feedback loop. And now that I have it, I can, can, I, I can comfortably, calmly, and confidently add in another thing to my routine and work on the TikToks. Because working on the TikToks will be extremely beneficial for the growth of this podcast because a lot more people will watch TikToks and then they can, I can send that traffic over to this podcast. And honestly... Today was a great episode, and I hope that it didn't get ruined by background noise. And honestly, if there was no background noise, you guys are probably going to be extremely confused because there won't be background noise, but I can hear a lot of things going on. Like, there's a car driving by right now. There's, like, some birds. I don't even know. But the point is it doesn't have to be perfect. Just take action. And this is not even just about self-improvement, like, or not just about business. This is all about also about self-improvement and anything you do. Like, I didn't know, I didn't even know what my gym routine was going to be. I just simply went and started lifting weights. And then I figured it out along the way. Just start. Like, the most important thing is just, just to start. The enemy of, I don't remember the exact quote, but the enemy of, like, results is delay. Like, the enemy of wealth is delay. 
and like that's so true like you if you just eliminate the enemy you can just figure it out along the way as long as the enemy doesn't exist then you won't have anything to hinder you you won't have anything to hold you back and that's like something extremely important all these motive i feel like the motivational speakers are the most important because they always say the same thing like just start just start like that's all there is to it and like it's they're the they're the best to be honest but to wrap things up don't forget to download your favorite episodes and subscribe to the ascend momentum show but before you guys leave make sure to remember the eagles